Today's podcast is sponsored by Network Rail. Research shows that parents don't know how to bring up the subject of rail safety with their kids. So Network Rail have teamed up with Thomas and Friends to create the Stay Safe with Thomas book to help parents have that conversation in a gentle way. You can download a free copy of the Stay Safe with Thomas book from networkrail.co.uk forward slash Thomas. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of Step Life, the podcast all about step families. My name is Rachel Silver. I've got a baby and three stepchildren. I never dated anyone with kids before I met my husband and basically I found there wasn't much support for people in my situation and no one to talk to about the challenges or what I was feeling, etc. So I started this podcast as a way to hear from other people in step families basically to hear their stories, what they do, how they navigate it and to glean any advice off them. I hope it helps people in a blended family and also gives an insight to people not in a blended family about what life is like in one. For this episode, I spoke to dad and stepdad, Joe Swash. Joe is a much-loved household name and successful television presenter and actor. He has two sons and two stepsons. And we recorded this episode remotely, so apologies that the sound quality isn't perfect. And also, Joe's little boy Rex joined us too, as he wasn't very well when we recorded it. So you will hear him throughout. Joe, welcome to Step Life. Thanks for coming on. And can you tell me a bit about your step family situation? So, my step family, blended family, consists of my eldest boy from a previous marriage no sorry my eldest boy from a previous relationship called harry he's 13 and then i met stacy and me and stacy got together and stacy had two children from previous relationships yeah one one's called zach and he's 12 yeah and there's layton who's eight stacy had little rex together so we've got rex who's just gone 15 months so we couldn't be more blended if you tried. And like you said, it is tricky. It's not straightforward. There's a lot of people to take into consideration. Some of them people might not be as reasonable as other people, you know. So it's a constant minefield of trying to juggle and keep all, all the parties happy. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I find it hard enough sorting out logistics, my husband and I, with his ex-wife, let alone with your ex-partner, Stacey's ex-partners, like how logistically do you do all that plus also you both work full-time? I mean, we're really lucky. We've got a, we've got a really great family who help us lots. But I think the way me and Stacey do it is kids are always priority. So when Stacey always goes to their dads, I usually have Harry. And Harry comes and stays with me. Well, he's come to stay with me quite a lot. He's now 13, so he comes and goes as he wants. But he comes and stays three or four nights. So there's really very rarely a moment where there's no kids in the house. And especially in lockdown as well, when the kids have been at home, you get a little moment during the day. Now that's gone. So it's been tough. But, you know, like me and Stacey said, we're only doing this to make the kids happy. That's our, that's our point. That's our goal. Yeah, so, I mean, logistically, how do you deal with it with, like, so many moving parts and people to consider? The, the main thing is, is that we we always make sure the kids that we consider first. So, mine and Stacey's priorities are are, are not right, are not formal. They're not, they're not as important as 
kids. So as long as we get the kids to school and the kids have good activities outside of school, they all have balanced relationships with all their parents, including us. That's all we can do, really. And then whenever me and Stacey find the odd moment, you know, we try and make the most of it. But we wouldn't change this for the world, you know. We love each other dearly and we love our kids so much. And, you know, we both want the same thing. Yeah, I think that's I think that's really true and it's just to bear that in mind because it is really tough when you're dealing with exes and different people and logistics and school holidays and all that sort of stuff. So if you can keep that as your focus, it kind of gets you through the darker times. It does. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. It doesn't always work. You know, sometimes it falls apart at the seams really quickly and before you know it. It's two or three people that are not happy and, you know, it's, it is difficult. But you just got to remember that you get through that stage and you have all them magic, magic moments when you're on holiday with the kids or like now nah, he's sitting on my lap. He's not feeling well, but he only yeah. wants to be with me. You know, stuff like that you can't buy. And yeah. no matter how much money you earn, yeah. how much fame you can get, you can't buy the love of your child, you know. That is just something that's so special. Yeah, and I think it's really important to keep them sort of as much, I mean, out of it all and they don't know what's going on in the background and the compromises being made and the discussions and, and all that sort of stuff. The thing is, they shouldn't know any of that stuff because none of this stuff is their fault, you know. It's not their fault that I'm not with Harry's mum. It's not the kids' fault that Stacey's not with their dads. You know, it's something that we've done. It was decisions we made. So none of this is their fault. So as long as we remember that and go, right, this is what we do. This is this is what we're about. You know, it's okay. It's okay. And again, me and Stacey, we have arguments. We ran all the time. That's all part of it. As long as fundamentally... We're all on the same page. It does seem to work. Yeah, I think um, you've probably, without thinking about it, you hit the nail on the head that you you just accept the situation you're in and get on with it. I think it's if you fight that situation that you wish it wasn't like that or you weren't, you know, that's when half the problems happen. I definitely feel like when I became a mum, I just chilled out so much because I was like, I get it now. I get what it's like and and why you feel this way or that way and you let things go more and more yeah exactly and i and i I also understand you know some people they they mourn not having their own life they mourn their old life they're like oh my god this is not what i thought i didn't really think i'll have to give up everything and and start again so i do understand where people come from and i've I've always been lucky i've always been in relationships with stacy in particular you're in such a we're so lucky the pair of us to be doing it together and not be on our own. And there are a lot of people that are doing this on their own. It can be really daunting. It's daunting for me and Stacey. So I can't imagine doing it on my own. So how do Harry, Zach and Layton get on? Do they get on well? Do they not? Is it a good relationship? Yeah, it's one of those things that really had to build. I think initially at the beginning, because my Harry's 13 years old and Zach is 12 and Layton is 8, I think my Hal got a little bit jealous because he thought, obviously, Dad's with these kids all the time and he only sees me at the weekends. And it took him a while to understand that this is not... It wasn't because of that. This is just the situation, you know, that I love you and I want you as much as I possibly can. And really reinstalling in him that, you know, you're my number one, my son, I love you to pieces. Please don't think I'm 
moving on and having a life without you. We want you to be part of this every single day. So that was the first hurdle. And then after they got over that initial, they got over that initial thing that they're not a threat. They're not going to affect how me and you are. Then he could really sort of accept it and he sort of embraced it and, they all get on really well. They all argue. They all get on. Harry and Leighton, they want to move in bedrooms together. Watching them two is like watching the film Step Brothers. They run around like, can we build a bunk bed? Like, they're like, well, they, they could be twins because they're so similar in age. That's lovely. Like, they're like friends as well. That's, that's re- you couldn't ask for more, really. And also, when little Rex come along as well, it sort of changed something for them all because they all had, Rex was like the anchor for everything. Everything sort of, comes from rex he connects all of us together so when we had rex you know that sort of instilled in in harry particularly that you know this is his family that's your brother you know these are your stepbrothers we never say that word stepbrothers you know no need for it but these are your brothers and and my mum is a foster carer and she's got a little boy daniel that we've had since he was eight years old and he's he's nearly 16 he'll be with us forever so He's part of our little clan as well. Like, so at the moment, we've got Harry, Daniel, Leighton, Zach. They're all here at the moment, all sleeping over. Oh, so, how wonderful. You know, so even though it's hard having loads of kids, they all entertain themselves and they all have their own relationships. Yeah. And they all go off to do their own thing. So we, we've got our own little wolf pack going on. So do you think that having Rex, like you say, really united you all and has been just an incredible thing to really blend the family? It really has. It really has. Because up until then, I think that everyone felt that there was a sort of separation between us. And then Rex come along and everyone adores him. And we're all, we're all, we're all a part of him. So it really did. It really did help bond and kind of tightly knit our little group, you know. And how, like, how do you find being a stepdad? Do you just see it as being a dad or like are you different with um Leighton and Zach to how you are with Harry and Rex or is it all the same no I treat all the boys exactly the same and I think that's the only way you can do it you know I love Stacey's boys I love my boys and I, I hate saying it like that because by saying that you can there's a separation but I love them all as one you know I, I'm really honoured to be able to say that I'm the stepdad that I'm going to be part of part of bringing them up you know when I'm at Stacey Leighton one second wait there it's all right don't worry poor Rex that's all right I just wanted to get on my lap Um, so when I met Stacey Leighton was only three and Zach was only I think he was only seven or eight and you know I've been in their lives longer than I haven't been in their lives and I love that I love that when they get older and they have wives and stuff that I'm they've both got their dads and, and make it clear you both got your dads but I love you and I'm so pleased and proud to be a part of their lives I can't wait till they grow up and they're older so I love being a stepdad it gives me as much joy as it does being a dad you know it's, it's challenging there's different there's different things you need to kind of think about you know they've both got their own dads so you know I've got, you've got to make it clear to them that you know I'm a father figure but you've got your dads, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I love them much. And, you know, I offer them something different than the other dads. So the other dad, I like to kiss and cuddle and wrestle and all of that. And the, the other dads, they do other things. So hopefully they they get the best of both worlds, you know? 
I think I think that sounds amazing. It sounds like you guys are doing such a good job. And I, I suppose, what advice would you give to any other stepdads in your sort of situation or a similar situation? Uh, it's, it's so tricky because it's been like trial and error, the whole thing. I think the main thing is, as long as you love, as long as you love the kids and you truly love them and you want to and you want to be part of their lives and you want to you want to have a, an input in their lives. That's the main thing. You've really got to, you've really got to want to do it. It's a tricky one as well with, with, with other parents. You don't want to step on the other parents' toes and stuff like that. But all I can say is you've got to love them as you love your own. Treat them as you treat your own. Never never let them feel like you're treating them anything differently than you with your own kid. I do exactly the same with my mum's boy, Daniel. Like, if I go and buy Harry some trainers, I'll go and get Dan some trainers. You know, as long as they know that there's no difference between how I love the kids, when they get older, I think that's the most important thing. Do they find it hard, like, for example, when Harry goes back to his mum and says goodbye to you and when the first day he comes to you, because I find in our situation when the kids come to us, there's always kind of a few hours where there's they're sad to have said goodbye to their mum and then they come to us and it's just like an adjustment period. Like, how is it? for him when he leaves Rex his his brother and his other brothers and things like that yeah I think you're right I think that when he comes when I when Hal comes to me from his mum's it does take a couple of hours for him to let his guard down you know feel relaxed and get back in the, in the swing of things and equally when he's about to go home he'll sort of adapt his behaviour slightly I just think that's kids learning how to protect themselves how, how to how, learn how to survive you know so I don't ever sort of pick him up on that but that gets easier it really does get easier the more comfortable they are and the more the more you make them feel part of the family the more the more they're happy to come here and so now he he doesn't get upset when he goes home because he knows he's coming back in a couple of days you know with me and harry that was really tricky at the beginning with his mum we had to go to court and stuff like that so um in hindsight it's, it's a great thing but um yeah, me and Hal, it's been, it's been, it's been a strange one for Hal. He's had to do a lot of adapting. I didn't feel quite sorry for Hal, what he's had to go through. But it was just one of them things. Me and his mum weren't agreeing on certain things and we had to go to court and we had to do it that way. And that's what Paul's there for, is to sort things out. And it's done exactly that. You know, it's changed our lives. Me and Hal now, we, we're in each other's lives on a daily basis. We talk to each other every day. We see each other every couple of days. He only lives 20 minutes away from me. And how that was at the beginning, maybe what even five years ago, it's completely different to what it is now. So if anyone's going for anything like that, not having trouble seeing their kids as well, you just got to stick with it. You know, I always said to my mum my and that when I was in court fighting for how that I wouldn't want to spend my money on anything else apart from wanting to see my kid. And it's the best money I've ever spent, you know. So our blended family comes in different layers you know me and how we've got our issues and then bringing everyone together but i can honestly say the last three or four years that's everything has become so natural and so beautiful as as a family unit that um, if you'd asked me five years ago i'd be excused now i'd have said i've said that way but do you think that's because you're fundamentally happy or happier now and you're in a good relationship then that sort of filter through down to the kids they see you're happy your behavior is different their behavior is different and it all comes from stems from that me and stacy always say we've got no control over well we have but we haven't got certain control over what they do when they're with their mums and dads 
that all we can do is make sure that this place is a safe haven, that they can openly talk and not feel that they're going to be questioned or told off or anything like that, that they can be relaxed and be themselves. So this, we always say like, this is their safe haven. This is where they're safe at and they, they, they feel their best. And then they can go off and do other things and know that they can always come back here and, and it's going to, this is the regular, this is the constant, you know. That sounds really sensible and really wise. And you've got four boys in the house. Uh, four, four. I mean, I've got I've got three at home. Four is just another level. Like, how how do you go with four boys? Honestly, the amount of testosterone running through this house is unbelievable. They all like to wrestle, so I'm constantly wrestling them, fighting them, chasing them, or you know. It's lovely because I was a little boy and I'd done all this stuff myself, and they're all so much like me. So I've got no problem getting out in the garden and wrestling with them, getting rid of some of that pent up energy, you know. And there are times when they all want to kill each other, they're all screaming and killing each other over iPads and computers, and you're playing referee as well. So it's a constant journey with the boys, but um, you know, it keeps us young, it keeps me and Stacey on our toes. That's amazing. And and you you know before you said about how Rex has kind of brought you guys together, like would you sort of think about another one or do you think four's enough? I think Rex has definitely lulled me and Stacey into a false sense of security. <laughs> You've been like the angel baby and we're like, Yeah. Either we've got really good at being parents or this kid's an angel. So I would love to maybe think about have the discussion. I think maybe one more would be the limit. You know, there's there's always that elusive girl out there, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. maybe we'll push the boat out one more time. I know for a fact we'll end up with another boy. But um Yeah, but if you go have... if you go in with that mentality, then another boy, great, but a girl would be a bonus. You know. Yeah. If you if you kind of think like that. But I also think because Rex, you were saying did you say it was eighteen months, fifteen months, it's yeah. it, it's nice for them as well, like to have someone I suppose nearer their age because I think the others are so much older and they'll all move on yeah. and get I don't know that's... yeah we, we've spoke about it we have definitely spoke about it it's definitely something that's definitely with it's on our agenda whether we do it or we don't do it is another story but I think we're definitely capable obviously you're so you you are so busy I won't I won't keep you for too much long but I know that at the moment you are um you're busy helping keep children safe on the railways tell yeah. me a bit about that so well basically they asked me to get involved and it's all about just staying safe on on the national railways and i remember as a kid seeing some um educational films about being safe on the roads and being mortified by it thinking oh my god i'm gonna die this is this is ridiculous and then they come to me with this concept of using thomas tank engine as a vehicle to kind of get across the message and uh I love Thomas. I've spent, I actually spent a fortune on Thomas the Tank Engine over the years for my boys. I'm sure you have. Does Rex like him? He loves him. So, yeah, when they said, give me the idea, I thought, this is perfect, you know, especially with my little one. And my boys, you know, they don't really know much about the safety on the railways. I thought, I'll definitely get involved. And it is, it's been, it was a lovely experience. I got to read the story. Rex has watched it. He don't understand a word of it, but he loves the fact Aww. that I read the story. But, I just thought it was a really clever way of um, getting a message across to keep kids safe on the railway. And if it saves one person, you know, then it's definitely worthwhile. 
And I suppose, you know, everyone's going back to school, hopefully, in the next week or two, and kids will be going back on buses and tubes and trains, and it's it's yeah. kind of a, a good time to kind of bring that message about. Yeah, I think because all the kids are going back to school, I mean, I think a lot of the kids going back to secondary, secondary school are going to be too old to read this book. So yeah. I do think kid, parents should definitely sit down and read and re-remind the kids how dangerous it is and just remember to be safe because you know what kids are like when they're, other, when they're with other kids. They yeah. egg each other yeah, and be silly. Completely. How are your kids feeling about going back after lockdown and stuff? Mixed. I think Zach's quite excited. He really wants to go back. Leighton, he started to get excited. He's got his school uniform. My Harry is not excited at all. He's really embraced the lockdown life. So it's going to hit him like a ton of bricks. For me and Stacey, it's going to be lovely. Just to have a little bit of time with me, Stacey, and the baby would be nice. Um, yeah, I can imagine it's been really full on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice getting back to school. But, again, it's that thing of I want to make sure they're safe at the same time. So. Yeah. Oh, well, Joe, thanks so much for your time and for telling us oh. all about your blended family life. And I think it sounds like you're doing it amazingly. And I'm sure loads of people look to you guys about how you're doing it how you cope and yeah i'm sure your advice and what you've said will help so many so thank you you too thanks for your time and i hope rex feels better bless him and a big kiss from me oh, as well take care thank you. bye 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 That was Joe Swash speaking to me on Step Life about his blended family. If you've enjoyed listening, please do review and rate the podcast and also subscribe to it as it helps other people find us and please do share it. Thank you so much for listening. 